Project Tariag Day 65, Mitzvah Tav Zayin, and that's a Mitzvah Loita, I say, not to be mechel our words, not to battle our words by making the Darim, the Yachel Devarai, and even though with the person never made a Shpur, but even he just made a Nether, the Issa would apply there as well. We have three categories. When a person takes on a shvur to do something, so that's mechazek, so to speak, strengthens his resolve, what he's going to do. In cases like that, he for sure is, is going to be over an iser by not doing it. Even if a person says something which is a lesser degree, it's only a neder, which means a commitment not to do, or to make something also to himself, or to bring a carbon, or to give staka. So there also the iser replies, not to mechadel, not to nullify his words. And thirdly, in a, pers- a, pl- a place where a person makes a commitment to do something, but he doesn't make with the shvur, he says, I'll do this, I won't do this, and there's no nether involved, and there's no shvur involved. So even though it's uh, not the correct thing to do, not to stand by one's word, and the chinuch says, people do it, people who don't have a certain level of greatness in themselves, but it's not over there, it's the race of lo yachel. But the still fall into the general rule of the Torah, Midrashakirchak, not to speak in a way which is dishonest and not to commit ourselves to doing something which he doesn't actually do. The Ramban splits us into two separate mitzvahs. And one is commitments to the base of Migdash or to Korbanus, which a person is obligated to keep as one mitzvah, and the second is commitments which he makes to Shvur, which he also ex- uh, is obligated himself to keep. This thing of a person committing himself to give to the Besamekdash doesn't just apply to Korbanus, it also applies to the fund of the Besamekdash called Bela Kabais, or even applies to something which he decides to be, to make his trimmer or his khala. These things also are Kadesh because of his declaration, and therefore if the need would arise, he would be able to do authority to Darim and restore us to its pre-chala and pre-trauma status, which wouldn't allow it to be eaten, but at least would remove from it the status it has now of trauma and chala. This mitzvah applies in every place and time, both to men and to ladies, and if a person is over in this and he makes a nether, or he makes something also in himself, even without a shvur, and he doesn't fulfill his commitments, he's over in this later, I say, but because it's a din done with speech, there's going to be no markers for that. However, when it comes to a shvur, then we saw shvur being as it's more severe as it is in a different category, and therefore even though it's a mitzvah involving speech, if a person would be over in shvur, he would be chayv malchus. Mitzvah tov ches, and that's the mitzvah for Klai Yisrael to give cities for the Levim to live in. Since the Levim weren't given their own portion of land there to Israel, they had to be given cities in the lands of the other Shvatim. The Pasuk says we have to give them 48 cities. Some of them, six of them, were made also into Arim Miklat, which means refuge cities for somebody who killed Bashaigeg, which means that the accidental murderer was allowed to go there and live there for free. The other cities, even though they could also be used as a Miklat, as a refuge city, but a person who wanted to stay there as a protection, would have to pay the Levim rent or any other expenses that he would incur by being there.
The reason for the mitzvah, since Levi was a chosen shevet to do the avodah in the base of Mikdash, and therefore they weren't given a portion of Eretz Yisrael like the other Shvatim, but therefore they didn't need to cultivate the ground or till their vineyards, but they definitely needed places to live for themselves and their families, and therefore the clash were in Mechuyev to give them cities as places to live. Because of the mile of the Levim, the, their cities were also chosen as a city of refuge for someone who killed Bishagek, more than other cities, because maybe they would be part of the Kapara to be in the environment of Mokadesha. Besides, that is the Chinuch. Being as they would be surrounded by people in a higher Madrega, whereas by other people, if someone had killed one of their relatives, they would want to take revenge and kill the murderer, even though it was accidental. Hashem would rely more on the Levim not to do things which weren't dictated by Halacha, and therefore it was a safe refuge for a Levi, for a murderer to be in the city of the Levim, because even if the person who he accidentally murdered was a relative of a Levi, he could rely on the fact that the Ben Levi wouldn't kill him. The Chinuch proves from the fact that it says by the Levim that when they needed to punish the sinners of the Chet Egel, they showed no favoritism to family, they did whatever the Halacha required, even if it happened to be a parent or a brother or a sister. And therefore, same thing over here, they wouldn't let their human emotions interfere with doing what the Halacha requires. So giving serious to the Levim only players of Klai Yisrael are living in Eretz Yisrael, and it's a mitzvah which is given to the Tibra as a whole, specifically to the Nasim or the leaders who are involved in apportioning the Chalakim of Eretz Yisrael. The says, the by the Shem, get Yisrael back again, and this mitzvah will be applicable once more. It's a tough test, and that is not to kill someone who's received doing an Avera until he's been brought to Bastin and been tried and convicted. The Pasuk says, even though we know someone murdered, we can't kill him until he's been brought to Bastin and been convicted by Bastin. Even if the Bastin themselves would be the witnesses, in other words, the, the sin happened in the presence of Bastin, the Bastin can't kill him without trying him, and in a case like that, they would have to find a different Bastin to act as the judges, and they can act as the witnesses to convict him, but we can't kill him until Bastin have passed that he's liable to be killed. The reason for the mitzvah explains the chinuch, since when it comes to capital cases, Basin have to be very careful before condemning somebody, and not only that, we specifically instructed Vitzilo Eidu to try and find any points of merit which would not require us to give him a capital punishment. And if that's the case, it needs a Basin to decide, after having examined every angle fully, that this person needs to be punished. And for people to take the law into their own hands and punish him, before Basin had a chance, had a chance to try him, would therefore be Osir, because based on what they saw, they haven't got the so to speak, equanimity to consider all the angles of the case, and uh, consider why he might not be guilty, because once they've seen him commit the crime, they're biased against him. And therefore, even the Basin who witnessed the crime, they can't be the, the judges, they can only be the witnesses who can bring the case to a different Basin. However, this mitzvah only applies when the crime is being committed and the basin are now deciding whether they should punish the person who did the avera.
if the crime has not yet been committed and we can try and prevent a person doing an Avera, so that in the cases where a person is going to let it try and murder another person or commit a riot, so we are allowed to intervene and prevent him doing the Avera, even if the only way to do that would be to kill him, we would be allowed to kill him to prevent him doing an Avera. This method applies both to men and to women in every time and place, and that is not to kill somebody until Basin have tried him first, even if we've seen him doing a vera. And even if today there isn't a Basin you can try him, but nevertheless we're not allowed to execute justice without that. And if a person does kill, so to speak, the sinner without a Psyche Basin, then he himself gets tried for murder because it's considered Ritzicha as well. Mitzvah Taf Yud is the mitzvah on the Beistin regarding someone who killed Bishogeg to make sure he, he forced him to go to the Irmiklat from his hometown and to remain there until the Kohen Godel passes away. The mitzvah applies to this, the murderer himself but he also has to be and remain in the Irmiklat for the, until the Kohen Godel dies. The reason, says the Chinuch, since Ritzicha murder is such a Chomer of it's the destruction of the world. And therefore the Rambam writes, if a person kills Bumezid, even if he's done all the mitzvahs in the Torah, he'll still get punished for it because of the severity of the Vera. And therefore, even if it's done Bashogeg, which isn't that severe, but nevertheless, since the effect was so bad, someone got killed, if that's the case, the person should feel the Tsar of Golos as a way of being metaken, the a very he did because that's similar to the tzar, in some small way to the Tsar of Misa. A person leaves his family, his friends, the place he's used to, his position, and spends a lot of his life in a foreign place. It's something similar to being to dying, and therefore it works as a tikkun for what he did wrong. And for himself, there's, the Torah allows a girl Adam to chase him, and therefore being in the Irmiklat will be a way to protect himself from the revenge of the God Adam. Another point, and that is that way the victim's family doesn't always have to confront and see the person who killed their relative. And that's a certain harm for them. They aren't always face-to-face, so to speak, with the person who did the crime. The din of God only applies to someone who killed Meshagig and immediately the victim died. However, if he only got injured and died at a later stage, the person doesn't go to Godless because it could be that a lack of adequate care or other reasons contributed to the fact that he died. If a Jew would kill an Ebed or a Geratoshev or an Ebed would kill a Jew, he would go to Godless. But if a Geratoshev would kill a Jew, which is a guy who's allowed to live in Israel, and whether he did a Bemezid or Bashoga, he would get killed for it. And if a goat kill a guy, there'd be no reason the Ermichel wouldn't work for him. Another thing is that if a father was teaching his son, and while teaching his son, and Bashagig, he hit him and he killed him, but the reason was in order to help him learn, then he wouldn't have to go to Golos, and so many applies to Rav and his Talmud. Another halacha is that if a Talmud goes to Golos, so since the Pasuk says, Vachai has to be able to live in Golos, if that's the case, we'll send his teacher to Golos as well, in order to teach him there. Similarly, if a lady 
goes to Godus or Eved, it's a question if the master or the husband is Mukhiv to make sure to support them there, even though they're no longer together with him in the same place. If a person, the Retzayach, dies before going to Godus, so then we take his body there to be buried in Godus. The din of Godus only applies to a Shegeg if something is considered more korav to being amazed, which means that gross negligence, not just a mistake, first one goes to Godus. Saving is sometimes considered an oines, which means it's an unforeseeable circumstance. Also, even though someone got killed, the person who was responsible would not have to go to Godus. In Godus, and if a person who was a Ritzeh was offered an honor by the people living in that place, he has to tell them that he's there because he's a Ritzeh. But if nevertheless they still want to give him whatever honor it's going to be, he's allowed to accept it. Varacha also is that the Mizbech, for a coin who's doing a Voida on it, also works as a Miklat, which means that the girl Adam can't kill the Ritzeh when he's doing a Voida. That's only referring to when he's on the Mizbech doing a Voida in the base of Mikdash, and for as long as, until, as, long as he's busy doing the Voida. As soon as he's finished the Voida, they leave the take him to the Ermiklat as well. But that's only referring to someone who killed Bishagek. Someone who's high of Mesa or somebody who the king considers to be a rebel against the kingdom and therefore is high as a married Bimalchus. It doesn't this din doesn't apply and therefore they can be from his back as well. The Ramam Havas is different and the Ramam says that if a person who was afraid of the king's punishment would run to the Mizbech even if he wasn't a coin, it wouldn't have been to remove him from there. And uh, therefore, it's not the same as it did previously of a person who's high of Godus that would be allowed to remain there if he's a coin doing a voider until he's finished doing his voider. This mitzvah applies in, only when Kaisra were in Eretz Israel and when there was a Sanhedrin, which means there was a time when people were allowed to uh, pass on capital cases. And therefore, if a basin, whichever basin it would be, whatever in this, it would not force a retzeh to go to Godus, they would be mevatel this mitzvah's assay. Mitzvah tafidaref, and that is for a witness to a capital case, not to give an opinion regarding the halacha of the case. We say that his function is to be an aid, not to be a judge. And therefore, the Torah says, The witness isn't allowed to offer an opinion about whether the person should get killed. And similarly, the Torah says, that we can't kill someone based on the mouth of one witness. And included in this halacha also is that it looks like he's biased in his idus because he's not just recounting the story, he also has an opinion based on what he said. However, it's only applies to the nefashas, and then in Mominus, this halacha doesn't apply. However, even by moments, it's only to offer an opinion. He obviously can't be one of the judges who decides the case based on his own testimony. The exception to this is the rule of Kiyom Shtaris, which means is when a star is presented to Bezdin, Bezdin needs to identify the signatories. A dain is allowed to be act as an aid until he recognizes the signature because this is only a precaution with Rabbanan. As far as the Torah is concerned, Eidus and Ishtar is already acceptable Eidus. This mitzvah that an aid can't be a judge or can't give an opinion in a capital case only applies to men who could be aid him and only applies in the time of the base of Mikdash 
in the Sanhedrin when they were judging capital cases. If an aid is over in this, he's got, it's a Mitzvah essay, but nevertheless, since it's only involving speech, he doesn't get markets for it. The Ramban explains this issue differently, and that is we can't rely on the testimony of one person to kill somebody. And not only one person, but even a list of two people, but each one saw it separately, which means we have two witnesses to the action, but the two witnesses weren't aware of each other. It's called Adus Miyachedet. And if that's the case, that's also uh, not acceptable testimony in Adus Nefashas, which is what, according to Ramban, the Torah is referring to over here. Mitzvah, Tov, Yud, Beis, and that is not to take kofar, not to take some kind of penalty money in order to save a Ritzach who is high of Mesa. The Pasuk says, We shouldn't take a money in place of killing a Ritzach who has been convicted of a Navar that is high to be killed for. The reason for the Mitzvah, because if it would, if there would be such an option, of paying a penalty instead of giving a death sentence so anybody who's more wealthy or powerful than someone else will have no qualms with killing someone else because he always feels he can redeem himself by paying whatever the ransom money is going to be. The rules of the mitzvah that the family of the victim also aren't allowed to ask for clemency regarding the murderer and this mitzvah only applies to the men who will be the judges at the time of the base of Mikdash. As far as the people giving money to try and free themselves from a death sentence would apply equally to men and to women. And if someone will be over in this and accept a bribe, so to speak, not to kill someone, Chayv Misa, who's also being over in this, Mrs. Lotas say, but says it's a much more serious affair because he's encouraging. Uh, more violence and more bloodshed in Klai Yisrael when there isn't the deterrent of a death sentence for a Ritech. And now it's a tough Yud Gimel. And that is Shlai Nikach Kofim and Mechuyav Goddess, the Quattro Bina Goddess, in the same vein. And that is somebody who is high to go to Goddess. He can't pay money to free him from the obligation to go to Goddess. The Pasuk says also, that I take for Kofir, Nanus Lair Miklatoi, Lashul 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 He can't take a ransom to free him from going to Goddess and return him to his city. He has to remain in Goddess until the Kohen Gadol dies. The same mitzvah here is the same as the mitzvah before, and therefore it will apply the same as over there. Which means the mitzvah on the person taking the kofar will apply to the men who are dayanim, the, the isra in giving the kofar will apply equally to men and to women. And this mitzvah brings us, Mitzvah Tafir Gimel, to the end of Sefer Hamidbar.